again, everybody. We welcome you into ESP Media coverage of Molar Fighting Crusader Athletics. It is Molar Lacrosse time, our Molar Lacrosse podcast with head coach Sean McGinnis, brought to you by Total Wealth Planning, where you can contact Rob Limits at 513-984-6696 or visit them online, TWP, that stands for Total Wealth Planning, TWP Team. Dot com. Hello, Sean. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. We're doing nice. a little midweek here this week because you had a game last night on a Tuesday night. We're doing this on a Wednesday, so you yep. did this on Tuesday night, and you're getting ready for uh, what will wrap up the regular season coming up this weekend. So we'll get into what is still to come, but let's go back to what was first off and, and kind of take a look at things that uh, transpired over the last couple days. And we'll, let's go back first off about a week ago. We talked to you right ahead of the Loveland game, and yep. that was one of those games where you know Loveland is maybe not the, the best record coming in, but you're getting down to the end of the season. They're trying to kind of get things going but, as they head into the postseason. Yeah, everyone's playing their best lacrosse, you know, right now. So you know, you get a game like uh, Loveland at uh, you know back at, at Moeller and stuff, and they're coming in, and you know we have not uh, not been that successful against Loveland right. late in the year uh, over these last couple of years. So you know they've got that kind of confidence coming in, and our guys have got confidence after winning uh, I think four in a row there. So you know, it was just a good, uh, good, hot, hard-fought game. Um, you know, they give credit to Loveland. They did. They just kind of kept, uh, you know, climbing back in. They, right. You know, uh, really good transition. Uh, you know, from defense to offense. Uh, and you know, we're you know, right now we're kind of in that that point where we're still. You know, working on our goaltending, we're still working on our faceoffs. Reese Boggs started really well that game and came up with a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of faceoffs for us uh, and things like that. And um, I mean, we didn't play particularly well that day. Um, and you know, it's kind of one of those scenarios where it's like if we play like that in a playoff situation, you know, our season may be done. So, right. uh, you know, overall though, you know, it's a good, good, you know, good match. Um, you know, we always play tough against each other. Um, yeah, it's a Cincinnati game. There was a lot of things as far as seedings on our end, you know, for Moeller, but then seedings on their end, sure. you know, for voting for, for Loveland. So um, I kind of thought, like, you know, maybe down the road we don't put this game in May. You know, maybe we put it in, like, <laughs> April or end of March where, you know, it, you know, it might be a little bit different scenarios. But, uh, you know, Coach Riggle over there is doing really well with uh, his first year and really trying to do some new things with the program, interject a little – uh, new life and you know new thoughts and uh, things like that. So he's doing really well. As I look at the game, it was a twelve nine final score. So more more like getting the win. Loveland scored first, so you had to you had to play come from behind. Lacrosse well, isn't one of those. Know, I think it's one of those things where it's like you know, and either you know, most often I think we're always uh, getting scored on first. You know, it's kind of been you know kind of how it's been the seasons you know going. And you know, I'll tell you what, these guys have learned resilience. You know. You know, we keep trying to say it's okay to be nine and six. It's okay to be ten and six. Uh, you know, it just means you had a lot of adversity. You had a lot of challenges throughout the year, and we'd much rather go through that than be twelve and two, and we didn't have that many tough games this right, year. Right. So, yeah, and I think that's a great thing because you just mentioned a few moments ago too how you know at this point of the season you're still trying to kind of put some things together and and find. Playing in a game like that in a tournament setting, you may see your season come to an end. So, in that sense, I guess that's a, a nice lesson to learn at that point of the season. That 
you can't overlook anybody. Well, I look at it this way. Like, you know, we've had these we had games where uh I mean even, you know, going into the uh the the Mason game, but you know, we've had games where uh, you know, we're down a couple goals and we fight back and, you know, maybe we rush our offense a little bit too much or, you know, we don't do something right defensively and we, we lose by a couple games uh, or a couple goals, uh, you know. But going in a game like Loveland, you know, you've got uh, you know, a team coming back on you. You know, we're trying to extend the lead. Time's running out, you know, so it's a it's a great top, you know opportunity for us to learn, you know, how to possess the ball and how to have quality shots and you know you know make sure we're going hard on defense and picking up the ball and clearing the right way. So again, all that plays into sure. how we prepare and get ready for the uh, postseason. Looking at the the scoring in that game, you had a, a lead going into halftime. You say you know can you talk about giving up the first game or the first goal to start the game? Start the third quarter. They scored almost. They right came off out the pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, you got to give them credit. You know, they did a lot of. They did some really good halftime adjustments. You know, I think. Uh, you know, maybe our guys just started looking a little forward a little bit because they saw that. You know, the the score was uh, nine four at halftime. You know, nine four at halftime. Um, and that's just a maturity thing. You know, and sure. that's something yeah. we're trying to do. Uh, and it's something I know I'm working on in the off season. And the X's and O's are there. I mean, you know our assistant coaches, and you've talked to them. And mm-hmm. you know we've got you know good guys that that really work hard um, on teaching you know the the skills and teaching higher level stuff and uh, working our O and D. So coming out of uh, this season and the next, it's a lot of that mental preparation it's you know in the mental game of uh, the mental side of sports i think is where we really got to uh kind of uh lock into next year because when you're up nine to four you should kind of have that killer mentality like okay yeah, we're, we're gonna go sure. put nine ten twelve more on and, and get going and, and you, you know we're never we really respect our opponents you know we uh you know we really make sure that our guys just play the game, you know, within ourselves. You know, we worry about us. We, we take care of ourselves. Uh, we don't worry kind of who who's on the other side of the ball or not. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, we need to get better at the mental side of things. we got to have that killer instinct of when we're up, we got to stay up and we got to stay up big. Absolutely. So, so 12-9, the final score on that game. And it was a busy week. So you go into what we talked about last week, kind of, not overlooking Loveland, but the Mason game and, yeah. and how that was going to be an important game for you for a couple of different reasons. One, for the, the state seeding once the uh, the draw was going to take place coming up in the, over the weekend. And then you also had the MSLCA tournament yeah. so, and where you were going to be seated in that. Yeah, so. and you know, then we had weather. <laughs> we well, had that weather. on top of that, well, it was supposed to, to be played Thursday. So, yeah, <laughs> I was supposed to play Thursday. And uh, you know, we had that line of storms come through early and thought the next line would really affect the outcome. Uh, I'm not even starting the game or we'd start the game and then we'd stop and then we'd lose daylight and stuff. So Cause it was going to be at Moeller with no yeah, lights. I mean, yeah. you just really can't, you know, at the end of the day, you know, um, it's kind of a crapshoot sometimes, you know, when we're looking at the radar and stuff and, you know, our, uh, you know, our athletic director and everything did, did the right thing by, um, you know, moving the game till Friday. So we had to go up to, to Mason, which, Great complex, and you know it's always a good time to go up there and play. So. Well, and, and, and we'll, so we'll talk about the game coming up. And I know I'm sure you've had a chance to, to talk to the players, and they understand this. So maybe for some people listening in, wondering. 
two things. One, why the game was moved from Moeller to Mason a day later. And two, why it was so late. And, and there was a yeah. very good reason. Uh, so the reason was that, you know, obviously we don't have lights at, at Moeller. And when we went to reschedule the game for 6 o'clock on Friday, there's uh, Friday night games already played or planned out. So the uh, assigner for officials said that there's just no opportunities. If you want to no get referees. this game in. Yeah, no refs. If you want to get this game in, you're going to have to do it at this time. Uh, and then looking into like okay, you know, we Saturday I think uh, I think we you had St. Charles uh, we had, we had St. Charles yeah. senior day on Saturday, and then you know they had things going on later on you know uh, you know Monday and Tuesday of this week, so it was kind of like Friday is the day or it, it may not even get in. So and the importance of that game then to what it meant. Yeah, for- and then you know then the importance of it is that you know from a a seating. Uh, from a OHSA seating to the MSLCA, you know, we were sitting around five this whole, you know, basically right. the whole season, uh, sitting around that fifth seed. I think if we beat them, uh, I think it, it would have helped us maybe jump Sycamore and we would have been fourth. Maybe, maybe not, you know. Right. It's hard without a, a clear, like with uh, PowerPoints like football, there's right. nothing really clear uh, for lacrosse coaches to use uh, in the in as far as the seating, you know, you can use lax. Well, lax numbers now it used to be lax powers. You can look at that. You can look at inside lacrosse. You can look at what uh, the Ohio High School, like Max Preps, the Ohio High School Athletic Association uses. So there's all these different ones, and one may show us at four, and one may show us at five, and then you gotta kind of look in it and say, well, okay, now that all these teams locally have their conferences. You know, are they playing tougher schedules like like we are? You know, and then how you know, how subjective is this whole thing? It, then you know, you'd have to ask all you know eighteen high school coaches. You know how the how they do that because that's mm-hmm. you know because there's nothing there's nothing pure like you know something that the like even the um uh like the powerpoints or I think it's basketball, just not a straight black basketball and white. uses yeah I mean you know some of these schools or some of the sports like basketball and and baseball and. Uh, I think even soccer. I mean, there's something more definitive other right. than a secondary resource of rankings to make a decision. You know, I mean, we could we, we, we should look at it and say, okay, you know, this is how you're going to do it. You're going to look at strength of schedule. You're going to look at common opponents. You're going to look at a ranking and then make your decision. Because right now it's just like, well, if you want to look at <laughs> if you want to go look at lax numbers, go look at lax numbers. And if you want to look here, look here, but make your decisions and have it in by four o'clock on Saturday. That's part of the growing pains. Yeah, it's like I'm not blasting. I'm not no, no, this no, no, is no, no, no by no, no. no means are we airing any complaints. It's just, you know, it, you know, that's just kind of how things happen. That's how right. we, you know, that's that's how the seedings happen. So, you know, we beat them, we could have jumped and and got four. But quite honestly, because the way it works is once you get your seed, you put your place, you put yourself on the brackets. So quite honestly, after like the first or even the second seed, three, four, five really doesn't matter right. because you could put yourself anywhere on the bracket. You're you'll get home games regardless because you're the higher seed. So so it's all that in the mindset going into the Mason game. Yeah. You're talking about if we win, if we don't win, what the scenarios could be. That being said, that's one part of it. The other part was actually planning against a very good Mason team. Yeah, really I mean, strong Mason you know, team. you know, we really had to be concerned about the faceoff X with Brendan Malloy up there. Uh, you know, and their He's offense. Good. You know, centered around. Uh, Xander Wells and uh, I think it's Austin Croy. Austin but, Croy, um, yep. You know, I think at the end of the day, you know, if you were there, you, you saw a great, great awesome. lacrosse game. Yep. I mean, 
in my six years down here, I think that definitely ranks up there as one of the better better games because uh, the atmosphere was great. Uh, the 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 energy that our guys put forth for 48 minutes was probably the best all season long. Uh, and again, Reese Boggs really kind of helped us out in that game. Um, you know, we missed a few sh- few shots early on that might have been the difference maker. We missed a few th- opportunities later in the game that you know could have kept our lead or uh, at least gotten the lead. But got the I mean, lead, yeah. You, got, you kept lead. getting tied back. You know, but, yeah. yeah. So I mean, but at the end of the day, I mean, we were in the second second half. We were down, I think, three goals at one point. You and were? Yep. So again, it shows the resilience of our team. You know, they're not giving up. They're not quitting. They're you know they're not like okay, here we go again, and this is how it's going to end. They're 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 kind of. Just saying, all right, look, just get one back at a time. Let's do, you know, let's do as we're told or let's, you know, make sure we're, we're valuing possessions on offense in order to get these, these goals back. And it ends up being an 11-10 loss and, and as dynamic and exciting as that game was, almost kind of a, a different – so you were talking about Loveland before yeah. and how if you don't play up to your competition, you're going to see your season end. To me, a game and the way that they played against Mason, that's one where you, even though you lose, you gain some confidence as well, you go into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you know, this whole thing, you know, like no moral victories. They're really, it's not, we're not using that kind of connotation. It's just like, it's more of a confidence. Like, okay, if we did, right. if we did, you know, A, B, and C better, we're probably coming out winning. You know, and the fact knowing that we need to get through that, you know, Mason or we need to get through St. X or someone to get, you know, as far as we can in the tournament by playing that closely, you'll go back in, the kids go back in and they start watching the film and they start saying, okay, if we do this differently next time. You know, we give ourselves a chance to win that game. So a, a very exciting game, and it came right down to the last minute. Yeah, you tied you know, it up, and then it's funny. I was sitting there. I'd have to go back uh, and look at it, but I mean, you know, we've lost three one uh, one goal games in probably the last what minute. like. Um, you know, we need like a minute and a half back in the entire season to switch our record around, and we'd have three wins. They you know? scored. Xander Wells so, scored with 22 seconds yeah. left in the game. And that's the third time this year you've lost yeah. in the last minute by yeah. one goal. Yeah, and so. you know, Coach Clark, to his credit, you know, he really, I mean, he told the defense what was going to happen, and uh, you know, we just kind of got caught ball watching a little bit, and uh, he put the winning goal in. So, but yeah. like I said, I mean. I think everyone, even our, our fan base, our parent base, you know, everyone walked away saying, okay, like we see the potential in this group. We see that these guys can play at a high level. So, you know, it's got to fix a few things. So very short turnaround, though, from that game because then you have to turn around and come right back senior day, 3 o'clock. That was an 8.30 faceoff. Yeah. So it was about 10 o'clock when that game got done yep. Friday night to turn around and have to come back and play 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Yeah, and, uh, you know, St. Charles gave us every every uh, <laughs> you know everything in that game. Uh, you know, well coached uh, by Pat Hartnett up in Columbus and uh, great, you know, they're – uh, you know, we scrimmaged them a couple years ago, but they're they're a great team. Um, you know, well mannered and and they play the game really well. And uh, you know, just uh, their goalie, their goalie really kind of, uh, you know, the expression stood on his head. I mean, he oh, yeah. really played well for them. Uh, a couple of their offensive guys. Uh, I mean, sure, you know, we can say like, hey. We didn't have our legs underneath us from playing late last night, you know, kind of getting the, the, the last couple games in in the season. But, again, you know, one of those things, even though it was a double overtime win and it was great to see Dylan. Seven to six. Yeah. I mean, Dylan Warner's been waiting for a moment like that, <laughs> you know, and it was so great for it to happen, you know, to Dylan on senior day too. Uh, but, you know, again, they met resilience. They kept pushing through. 
I think they saw a little bit of themselves of like, hey, we've got to do things better in order to not put ourselves in this situation. So it was good. Dylan Warner gets the game tying goal to send it to what ends up sending it to overtime yeah. and then gets the game, game, winner. game winner. Yeah, with five so, seconds left in second yeah, overtime. Yeah, and it's just, uh, you know, he works so hard. And I got to give him credit because, you know, he came from Little Miami where, you know, he was probably one of the better players. And then he comes to Moeller where all, he's got a lot of friends there before he got there. And, you know, it's just a different scenario when you have kids like Brendan Sigurdsson and Theo sure, Becker and yeah. Lane Miller and Cole Grillo and all these guys. And he's been finding his way, and he's really done a great job this season. And, I mean, for him to do that on that day was just – I'm just so happy that he was able to do that. And that gives you the win as then uh, ready to uh, get into a game against LaSalle. We're going to take a break. We've kind of already gone long here yeah, in this first segment. So we'll right. take a little break. We'll talk about the LaSalle game from Tuesday night. And then uh, also over the weekend the seedings happen. So we'll kind of we'll do a double dip on that and talk about that. And, and as we look forward now to the MSLCA coming up this weekend. It's our weekly Molar Lacrosse podcast. Head coach Sean McGinnis here with us as we got more coming up. Stay with us on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Total Wealth Planning can partner, guide, and educate your family holistically on your financial goals and pursuits. Your dreams are better achieved with a trusted fiduciary like Rob Lemons and his team. Contact Rob today at 513-984-6696. That's 513-984-6696 or on the web at twpteam.com. Total Wealth Planning. Back on our Muller Lacrosse Podcast, Sean McGinnis, head coach of the Crusaders here with us. Again, it's brought to you by Total Wealth Planning. Contact Rob Lemons. You can get a hold of him on the web, twpteam, twpteam.com. Give him a call, 513-984-6696. Let's try to keep this in, uh, I guess, order uh, yeah. as, as how things happen. A lot, so, a lot going hey, on, It's man. been a busy week since we last <laughs> talked. Yeah. So you get the 7-6 double overtime win over St. Charles Prep just hours after the tough loss at Mason 11-10 on Friday night. And then you've got the draw on Saturday for the Ohio High School boys Soccer, uh, lacrosse tournament. Yeah. That, uh, and so that's all set up. You end up coming out as a, a number five seed, which I guess is where yeah, you got in your head you, you know, probably thought you were going to be. No, I mean, I thought it was going to be a four or five, okay. I mean, quite honestly. Uh, and I mean, once we got going, I mean, right right before we got going, you know, you play out these scenarios. You're like, okay, if we're, you know, we're four or five, and, you know, some sometimes people go away from the number one seed. Sometimes they're like, we're going after the sure, number one yeah. seed. Sure. You know, and, and Saint X is the number one seed. So Saint X number one seed, and then uh, you know Mason goes you know down below them as the two, and then the surprising one was was Springboro a little bit, but again, it doesn't matter where you put yourself on the on the brackets um, because the higher seed will get the home game. So you know they stayed away from Saint X, so they didn't go up. You know they went down in the Mason bracket. Uh, and they went to the very bottom. Yep. Uh, but uh, so that leaves the game above them open. Uh, Sycamore goes up and is in the in the St. X bracket. So we we picked the game uh, that we'd go against. Uh, eventually, probably meet up with Springboro if we get to uh, the quarterfinals, which is going to be a great game. So uh, you know, at the at the end of the day, again. Uh, after seed, you know, one and two, three, four, five, all the way down, you know, doesn't really matter that much as, you know, as far as where you are on the bracket. So, well, and, and we should mention too, Muller will play Lakota East in that at first, or I guess technically second round game, the, yeah. the first game for that. And then Springboro plays Fairfield, and the winners of those games will yeah. move on. 
you got to beat the best to be the best. You do. It doesn't uh, matter three, four, five. And it's a you know it's a, a little uh, you know deja vu from two years ago. I mean, we were fifth seed two years ago uh, and mid run. We had an up and down year like this year two years ago. Uh, so. Uh, and, and the seniors uh, that were on the on the field playing that, that during that stretch uh, were, I think, sophomores. Uh, so, I mean, you know, they they uh, you know they kind of know they kind of get what needs to happen. Uh, so, um, we're ready and we're working for it uh, starting this weekend at the MSLCA. I mean, that was a little bit of a kind of a downer too. I mean, we don't ne- we didn't have a winning record. We were three and four. Um, and again, the coaches vote. So the top four in the A bracket, second four in the B bracket, everyone else, uh, kind of plays consolation games. And I thought, I knew if we would have beat Mason, we would have been in that B bracket, you know, um, championship. But, um, I thought maybe we just squeak in there being three and four, you know, beating, you know, some good teams like Kilbourne and stuff like that. But, uh, we didn't, uh, so we're going to play university school, which is a great school out of, uh, Cleveland Division Two uh, power from the north, uh, right. and then uh, um, well, then Shady Side on Saturday, which yeah. is another good team from Pittsburgh. So and we're using these two games to prepare. You know, last night was good to to, to kind of play and get everyone in, and uh, and just kind of wrap up the regular season. Uh, and now we're going to go and play these two games and start preparing for uh, for a run. So it was a twenty two or twenty four to one win over LaSalle. So. LaSalle's a relatively new program. Yeah. Um, it's a GCL rival, so I'm sure the guys got a little bit of a joy out of that, uh, beating a, a fellow GCL school. Yeah. But you have to kind of take it all into perspective, I guess. What? Yeah, that you do. Uh, you know, I, I give uh, I give the coach credit over there, Simon. I give him cr- uh, a lot of credit because he's not, uh, you know, he doesn't have a feeder system. He doesn't right. have a pull like uh, Moeller and St. X does. Uh and I mean, he's just working really hard to just kind of teach the the kids the right way and have them, you sure. know, be respectful and things like that. I mean, and it's tough. I mean, I was in those situations you know, before as a coach where, um, you know, you're you just can't do anything right, or you, the, the the opponent is just that much better than you, and right. you know, you're doing everything you can. So, uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, like you said, uh, it's it's nice to get a GCL South win. I mean, GCL South will have lacrosse next year as oh a, will. As a league, oh, uh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. So, like, a, they're sponsoring it, or it'll be a league. Uh, so, it'll a be league, conference league titles. On the so, there'll be you know league titles and all that stuff. So, cool. Um, oh. Yeah, and you know, I think at the end of the day, it's the right way to to promote the sport and grow the sport. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we got a lot. A lot of guys got some playing time. We had some seniors that scored. Uh, Jake Bambauer scored, which was awesome. The kids went <laughs> nuts when Jake scored. Um, and you know, guys like Lucas Salzano. I mean, a game like that is 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 great because it's it's an opportunity for everyone to play. And right. kids work so hard. Well, sure, yeah. They work so hard in practice. They work so hard day in and day out, and they may not get any playing time or very little. And so you see, you see them pour it all out on a game like that, and they, they want to keep like Kai. I want to keep going. Well, yeah, you know, it's time to dial time it back. to kind of dial it back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, but I, you know, Come I'm on, good God. if you need me. I know I'm good if you need me. Like, I know you are, but you know, let's like get everybody else in, and you know. So I mean, it was just great to see the smiles on their faces, and uh, uh, you know, and um, you know, get guys playing time that haven't uh, gotten in yet and score, you know, and well, things it, like that. So it was good. Let's mention a few of them. I mean, Clayton Wood, Nolan Malone, uh, they they got goals. Uh, Zach Windling picked up a goal. Dan Dunlop 
picked so up a goal. We got to switch that because Clayton, Clayton Wood. So we're it's uh, actually uh, Clay Matthews scored. So Clay was using Clayton's jersey last night. Ah, so. okay, Steve Albert. Yeah, so let's yeah. Clean that one up in there yeah. a lot. But boy, I, that I mean, that's great though. A great reward for for yeah. guys that do work hard and, and finally get a chance to play because it's still a, a complete team effort, team game. Whether or not they get in or not, they're there to support. They're there to rally. They're help to prepare yep. in, in the practices and everything. Well, and and you know, for our, for our starters, you know, the thing we talk about is like, hey guys, like this is a good opportunity just to kind of clean up the stuff as we get into the, the yeah. postseason. So you know, clean up the catching and passing, clean up the you know the offense that we need, you know, the offensive things we need to do better and, and stuff like that. So. And again, to me, when when you have a complete team effort like that, and, and then you get a chance for some of those guys to get a little bit of actual real playing time, but to, to keep them mentally focused and, and in the game as you now prepare for the the second season. And I saw today on Twitter the the Wisdom Wednesday quote <laughs> yeah. that, that you put in there, yeah. and, and I think that almost kind of goes into what happened in last night's game and and over the weekend. Too. Yeah, I just you know the whole thing about everyone buying in and doing their job, and once everyone buys in, I mean things just become a lot easier and and you become more focused as a team you know more guys become uh uh you know uh uh, willing to work hard for each other and stuff like that i was listening to a podcast today it's about uh you know failure uh you know the fail the the um fear of failing and on the podcast it said like basically um paraphrasing here but like if someone like cares about you then you can't fail like you can't no no if someone if you have someone counting on you failure isn't an option so if you have you know you have coaches and you have you have teammates and you have classmates you know counting on you to go get that ground ball counting on you you know to make that shot when we need to make that save when you need to when you have people counting on you you can't fail. There's no options. You gotta, you gotta, you know, do do your role and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool, and it kind of remind me of just how we need to get going. And then, I, and we do. I do that every Wednesday. I do a bunch of stuff. Like try to do it throughout the week. We hopefully got a really good uh, for the brotherhood on Friday coming up. We can get a couple of videos. We might get a couple of videos out there on Friday with now all these guys coming I back and, it, yeah. and they want to like say stuff to the boys and get them ready for the tournament. Who was it last? Was it Jack Toom last um, week? Or? Last week it, it was, was Donnie Janetti. Oh, Janetti. That's so, who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, trying to get a few guys this week. And uh, so hopefully, uh, you know, we'll have some good ones on Friday. Very, very cool. So, well, you got uh, the MSLCA tournament Friday, three 30 and then Saturday morning at nine o'clock. And, and then next Tuesday, the 14th, is when the Lakota East will be at Moeller High School. That'll be the first round of the OHSA tournament, and that's when uh, it all starts at that point. The run will start. And the thing is, we've been talking about, uh, I've been saying this since the beginning of the year, uh, you know, the 18 games you play, you know, beforehand, uh, all they are, it's just rehearsal for six games in May. So our big thing moving on is six games in May. Uh, and if we can, you know, kind of keep plugging away one one game at a time, time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we're going to be pretty successful. I think so, and uh, it'll be very exciting to watch that all get underway. So good luck coming up this weekend. One thing we do want to touch on, and and it kind of goes out after the end of the season. So right, not that I'm right. looking for the end of the season <laughs> to take place, but the summer camps that are going to be coming up as well. And you know, we talk about the junior. Crusaders lacrosse yeah, program. Yeah, we have, uh, you know, it's always fun, uh, you know, uh, for us to uh, have a camp in the summertime. All the sports do it up there. It's a great way for the youth of Cincinnati to, and local, you know, athletes to come up and see our campus and yep. get to know our coaches and uh, uh, play, you know, 
do play the sports and, and learn and, and things like that. So we have an instructional camp uh, that's uh, June 24th okay. through the 27th. Uh, so it's an instructional camp for all, all youth, uh, grades two through eight, uh, and that's five to seven. Is that all boys or all boys? boys. Or yeah, okay, all boys. boys. And then, uh, and then our second session is for the Junior Crusaders. For anyone that's in the Junior Crusader program, um, it's a lacrosse camp for them, okay. and that's seven to nine. So we have two different kinds of camps. You know, the instructional camp is for anyone locally who's looking to learn the game or you know learn learn a new skill or uh, you know brush up on their skills and stuff like sure. that and then the junior crusader camp uh the second session and i just wanted to send a quick shout out to zach sense uh he's a junior on our team he's uh kind of uh you know our all-around great guy and and does good things for our team uh he's had he has a heart surgery today he's got a little major surgery a little minor major surgery today okay. and we're just want to give a shout out we're, we're thinking and praying about him and uh the kids love him and we just want to make sure zach is doing all right today so all right zach we are thinking about you man so uh yeah. best of luck with that hope everything goes very well and we'll yeah. get an update on that we will coming we up will. Uh, next week as well is there information our website where they can check out the molar summer camps yeah or we'll the, get uh, it on our let's go yeah Oh, it's sure. uh it's on um uh, org. it's right on the top page it says camps you just click on that and you see all the camps and we have great i mean all the sports do the camps uh football soccer yeah uh, lacrosse oh, volleyball yeah. we have a fundamentals which is all like four or five sports all in one day and they just kind of rotate around the sports baseball's got it uh uh, you know, uh, basketball is up there 24 <laughs> seven. They got like five different sessions, you know, but back to back state. Yeah, when you're back to back state champions, you, yeah, <laughs> it's you know, so it's just uh, it's a busy time up there in the yeah. summertime. But uh, there's a lot going on up there for the youth uh, in Cincinnati. Well, we'll make sure we have that on Let's Go Big as well. So. It's in fact, it already is. It's under the the Let's Go Big Mo, and then if you go to the Fan Zone, there's a top little uh, drop down menu under Fan Zone, so awesome. it's already there. So good stuff. Executive producer Rob Evil telling me that. <laughs> so, well, Coach, good luck. Uh, safe travels up to Columbus uh, coming up for the weekend. Let's get a couple dubs up there, and then let's get ready for Lakota East next week. Sounds uh, great. We will catch up. I believe we're going to try and do it Monday, May 13th. So we'll get the wrap up from the MSLCA tournament over the weekend, and then uh, we'll catch up uh, as a preview as well to uh, look ahead to Lakota East and what's going to happen to the OHSAA. Sounds so, great. All right, Looking forward to it. Appreciate your time as always. And again, you can find us at let it, let it Be Known out there. There are a lot of different places. You can find us on all of our podcasts. You can go to SoundCloud and iTunes. We've been that way, but we've now added on the uh, different podcast platforms, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. So Again, I think we said it last week, you got to look hard not to be able to find us. So, But hopefully you will find us and spread the word. So, Sean, good luck this weekend. We will catch up next week. Appreciate you listening in. Our Muller Lacrosse podcast here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.